For the thousands in the comments and the millions listening on YouTube Premium. Folks, welcome to another episode of Kanitro here on Kanat Fest. We're doing Halloween <laughs> Havoc. 1995. 1995. And boy, boy do we have a, a beautiful handsome, athletic first guest ever on the show, Andrew the Butcher Williams. How you doing? Hi, guys. I'm doing pretty cool, I guess. This is, uh, yeah, this is uh, one of my favorite uh, subjects. So WCW is uh, my all-time favorite wrestling program. Me as well. Nice. Yeah. And me now also. I'm, <laughs> I'm... You were on it this past, the, on this episode. I was on Jordan. it. The Yeti was but there. First time watching it back. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you Looked I'll tell a little you weird. <laughs> the best part about WCW is anything went. It's like the weirdest thing where you would see like Macho Man wrestle El Dandy. That's like a, a Mexican wrestler who's amazing in Mexico. And then they bring him up and then the Macho Man wrestles him. And then you get the Yeti and you get RoboCop and you get Shockmaster. And you. it's like a wild west of beautiful wrestling. The the next day on Nitro, uh, spoiler alert, I know I'm jumping ahead, but we get Sabu versus Disco Inferno. Where yeah. else will you yeah, get Sabu else. versus Disco Inferno? Yes. <laughs> Here's the thing. Ne nowhere else, because that was the last time that Sabu did anything. Yeah. <laughs> In WCW. Yeah, In WCW. True. Crazy. Well, but this, uh, one, this show, it starts as good as it can possibly get with our, with our, our beloved Johnny B. Bat. Were you a Johnny B. Bad guy? Me? No. Yeah. I never watched. Oh, never got oh, into God. it. I wasn't much of a babyface guy at that time. Oh, my I liked, God. like, gray area heels and, uh, yeah. So you were Johnny all Bad. about GDP then? I did like G GDP, yeah. I did yeah, like he was GDP. Really good at this. He was really he, good I he mean, was awesome. he, he's the reason the, uh, the white meat babyface stuff works in this. But, but man, oh so, so far, it, since Nitro's inception so far, Johnny B. Bad is batting a billion. <laughs> he does look like a million bucks. He like he, he's got the, the look, the physique. Can't miss. Cannot. Yeah. all about Johnny B. Bad. I love him. At the little I'm also in. I love a I love a over the top musical gimmick, especially one that doesn't make sense. We talked about this on a previous episode, but they want it, They clearly are leaning into the fact that. He looks like Little Richard, but like Little Richard didn't write Johnny B. Good. So what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. awesome. Unbelievable. I wonder if this was a Dusty Rhodes idea. I feel like You're it gonna was. You're going to be Johnny B. Bad, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, the, the other Johnny, he was good. But, but you're going to be like, what if it, what, what it was if he was bad? <laughs> yeah. Try that, baby. <laughs> And then he was baby face, but then he was baby face. And then, it, Crazy. but so if 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 it's what if he was bad, but then he did good things, baby. <laughs> Try that. What what if he was really good at being bad? Oh, <laughs> oh, you, you know, yeah, he was a bad man. That was one of his uh, one of his taglines. I'm a, a bad a, man, a bad man. But then he was just like a really nice guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he was even. In this, he was all about encouraging the kids to not do drugs and 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 get out there and to do some athletics. Here's the thing: he was telling that to all the boys in the back. Also, I'm now not doing drugs because of Johnny B. Bad. You the yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
It's so crazy. I mean, we're jumping. I'm jumping ahead big time here. But they never say it any other way. They don't say Yeti ever. No. It's A. It's the Yeti. It's incredible. That's how it's, yeah. it's, it's spelled that phonetically like that. Yeti. It's important. Yeti. I, I would love to see the uh, like the meeting about this one. Like, <laughs> Which like one? They pull... They pull Ron Studd in and they're like, all right, Ron. No, mind you, I've been watching a, uh, someone on YouTube put a bunch of Saturday nights up. So I've been watching uh, on my flights to work. I will download a few Saturday nights and watch them. And right now I'm right around 90. I'm right around 94, 95. And Rod Studd, Ron Studd is actually featured and he's winning matches on Saturday night. And I watched him beat Chavo Guerrero literally like a week ago. <laughs> With just a soup, with just a soup. <laughs> was this One, was two, this when three. he was in uh, Raven's Flock? I sure no, was. This is way oh, before. Is, oh, way before. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You said ninety four. Ninety four. Yeah. 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 As uh, Ron Studd. That's and great. like. Now he's the Yeti. So before before the Yeti was was to be uh, Jordan, it was actually supposed to be Giant Gonzalez, but he never made it. He made uh, it, that's... but I don't think he could legally work. Like he he was in the U.S. for this. He, so I, I looked up the observer and it said that he the first he was supposed to be on the nitro. He didn't make the nitro in time. So it was Ron uh, before it was Jordan. And then uh, he is supposed to come to this because there's supposed to be a third monster played by Ron that they never reveal. Uh, T-Rex was was supposed to be the, the monster. Oh. I mentioned this last week. And Jai Gonzalez just disappeared, which a few people disappeared on the show. Fuck yeah. There was was there oh, another yeah. guy? They they had a guy named T Ranchula that for a bit too. Like oh my first, god! First name is like Timothy Ranchula, but they they call it T <laughs> T dot Ranchula. And he soon he became Tombstone. You would see him oh, on right, some yeah. nitros as Tombstone. Well, Pepe because, McMichael took T Ranchula's gimmick, so that's why yeah. he went away. Oh, he sure yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and also DDP. I for totally forgot the origin of his character was essentially this guy that. Won the lottery. Won the lottery. The That's the gimmick. And, yeah, and he and oh, his, his so heavy good. is Max Muscle. <laughs> yeah, and then Vinny Vegas, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, Vinny Vegas was wasn't here. It was just Max Muscle and the Diamond Doll with him at this point. Oh, cool. And the whole gimmick is he keeps obviously the Diamond Doll against her will. It's a misogyny gimmick yeah and the crowd totally buys it yeah they're so on her side they hate him for how he treats her he keeps pointing to her to uh rate his ma his move a 10 during the match he's getting to heat most of it and it's good it's good the crowd is into it then johnny b bad does this comeback and it's a it's a super fire comeback the crowd is excited and he does some move and then she willingly picks up a 10 and the crowd pops huge. Dude, Johnny B. <laughs> Bad does card. this like hip toss power slam pin combo that made me stand up. <laughs> I just stood up when I couldn't believe it. It's just like, I, I, it's so simple. You got to steal the hip one. tosses into a power slam. Hip toss into a power slam into a pin. Gorgeous. Okay. Uh, okay. You gotta you gotta take this one. I hope I see this on yeah. on fucking rampage next week or something. Maybe yeah. maybe it will. <laughs> it's awesome. I also I have to comment on the fact that these are two perfect examples of different types of mullets. The hair is beautiful <laughs> on both men. Like Diamond Dallas Page has like 
right now, like the front, it's not so much business. It's kind of like a Gen Z millennial kind of like fade a mullet. Yeah, it's like a bussing right. on God it's in the bu- front. Bussing on God. Bussing <laughs> on God in the front, party in the back. Yeah. No cap. And then, for real, for real. Yeah. No cap. And then, uh, like, Johnny B. Bad kind of has like a Carl Sagan in the front. <laughs> like, yeah. Good and call. Then, and then, like, Black Beauty Whitney tail Houston on the, in back. the back. Whitney he looks Houston. Like a stallion. Back. Yeah. <laughs> Yet another unbelievable Johnny B. Bad pay per view opener. <laughs> and, 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 and by the way, he was injured. Actually, he, he did in fact have an injury. Uh, I was uh, reading in the Observer because uh, all the gossip is in the Observer, uh, uh-huh. and uh, I'm trying to find what it was that was injury. But uh, I think it was something on his leg, and he was still doing flips and stuff. He was doing so all was, the stuff. This man yeah. cannot. He keeps having these fucking thirty minute pay per view opening singles matches that are not. Dude, the way that they announced this is that at the last pay-per-view, Johnny B. Bad won a shot at Sting's U.S. title. But he couldn't get there because somebody slashed one of his tires, he said. But Ooh, then, just one. But just Dude, one. Ha- but then Max yeah, Muscle was like... He wasn't on the show the whole night. Max yeah. Muscle, in a, in a promo on Saturday Night before, was like, it's a shame somebody slashed all four of your tires. And DDP's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Shut up, bro. Shut, the Shut fuck up. up. And Johnny Bad's, the, he literally, this is verbatim. He goes, all four tires. I only said it was one tire. And then he winds back and goes. <laughs> and then so it cuts comical. perfectly. And then that's how yeah. this match happens. And it's an incredible. I did like for every match that they did, uh, every match with a story, they did take the five minutes to do the, the background because we're not they watching did. Saturday night. Right. So, and a lot of the a lot of the angles actually progressed on Saturday night. And how amazing is this Saturday night set? I can't get over it's it. Incredible. Even, it's the best. Even thirty years oh later, God. it still looks so good. It's the best. Like, like uh, AEW is running in the old like impact zone, mm. and like we would do like dark matches there. And the first time I got to do a dark match, I walked in and was like, oh, like just tripped mm-hmm. out that I was doing like studio wrestling. Like I never thought I would do studio wrestling, and that was like. It's so fun. It's a bygone era. I'm glad, I'm glad that, that, that you get to live the, the real WCW Saturday Night Dream, Andy. Oh, yeah. my God. Didn't the ring used to rotate? Wasn't that a thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my yeah, God. Bring anyway, back some rotating. <laughs> this match uh, winds up. Like, it, it's crazy. DDP starting late in his career, I have to imagine, was inspiring. For, uh, late in his life w- was inspiring for you, Andy. Big time. Yeah, and, huge. And this match just goes to show how developed he was as a heel and as just a wrestling mind. There's there's something that happens in wrestling that I think I understand a little more than I did in like music where like, you know, how like in music, like there can be like a virtuoso, you know, guy that can't write a fucking song of to course. save his life in re- in wrestling. It's like a different thing where like people know how to write a song that just their body isn't there yet. And I see that all the time. And like that DDP did the right thing where like he figured out how to wrestle for where he was at that time. And like that's something that like going into wrestling at an older age, you have to like you have to understand that you're not 21 anymore and you have to like do what your body can do. And then that motherfucker did it. And then as his career progressed 
he was doing more and more crazy shit the older he got, which is like wild. Usually it's the other way around. You get a guy that wants to do a million things physically and doesn't know an ounce about the, to put a match together or like to even talk about wrestling in that way. They just want to do move, 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 move. This motherfucker goes in there and understands like how to get heat, how to tell a story and like, wrestle to the means of your where your body's at at that time where you are in your training it, it's he's he's like a master class on how to become a wrestler he's unbelievable and he he as yeah. a heel in this is why johnny be bad as just a good guy works yeah um, yeah and also he's like about 15 pounds heavier than i visually remember him from his glory days they say he's 275 a, yeah so like he's a, he's a and also he's a huge guy Six like four? he's tall he's as a hell. big dude yeah uh, so he had a really good presence. My one thing that I, I didn't like about the match is that Johnny B. Bad gave him all of his finishers and DDP kept, kept, kept kicking out. The only thing that got DDP to fall to a three count was a max pain clothesline. The, the, <laughs> the finish kind of bothered me. It's crazy that the finish is bad after 10 incredible near finishes. Yeah, like there were so many yeah. false finishes that could have just been the finish. It's and straight it up like modern. Better. This is a modern wrestling match. It's like, oh yeah. my, what is it? Like oh, these unbelievable near falls. And then the thing that you don't want to be the finish is the finish. But the right, right man does win. Well, yeah. here's the thing. They, I get why they were like, <laughs> we got to sell. They might have had like big plans for Max Muscle because they were like, he's got like. He's got huge shoulders and girl in Street Fighter thighs. We got we got to sell him as a powerhouse. You're right. Um, but I I also noticed that like ninety percent of this match is like seen from the reaction of the Diamond Doll. Like it's they cut to her so much and leave the camera there. She's we us. were missing we were missing Phoenix splashes. Like <laughs> <laughs> well. It's for, I mean, what would you rather look at? You heard Bobby. He was like, she should smile more. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. She looked bummed the whole time. When I see a Phoenix splash, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. I'm like. She's concerned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, my, the next thing I have in my notes here is fucking Zodiac. God damn it. This was blue balls too, yeah. because the music starts and I'm like, wait a minute. Is this Rey Mysterio? This is too early. Rey Mysterio isn't here yet. It's uh, Zodiac had Rey Mysterio's entrance theme before Rey Mysterio. Yeah. And it threw me off. I didn't like that. No. Wait. The other what? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yo, check this. That there's a weird thing about the, like this too. Like WCW used to just hand out music for people. So like the Hollywood Blondes music is later on used for disorderly conduct. Um, which oh. is like one of the best theme songs ever yeah, it's in amazing. like, it's so hard. And then, uh, I asked Dean Malenko about this. Uh, if you watch the collision in Korea or whatever like that, the Ionoki versus Blair match that's in North Korea, there's a match between. So Dean Malenko's best man in his wedding was, uh, Genchiro, um, Tenru. Right. Uh, that was his best man. I, wow. I don't think he'd mi- mind me saying any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I So I was watching that show and I couldn't remember. I knew that one of the, either the Three Musketeers 
or the pillars was his best band and i couldn't remember and on that card is oh my god who had his music one of the one of the pillars or whatever had his music and came out to dean malenko's music before Dean Malenko was even a like thing the, like, in dun, WCW. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, 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 yeah. scary. Yeah. Dude, and this it, song is scary. I, I can't remember who it was, but I, I remember asking Dean about it, and he couldn't remember who was one. I, I go, hey, who was your best man again? He goes, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> like that. And, I, <laughs> and I was like, it was Tenru, right? He goes, yeah. And I was like, okay, okay, that's good, whatever. And it was like, whoever it was came out to his music and he's like, I didn't know that. Like, wow. And, uh, yeah. So they used to just like swap people's music. It had to have just time. been the Warner music library. And yeah. some yeah. guys like that, nah, that one will do. Give it, give it, give it. That's fine. it's so cool. That's awesome. And what a tease, yeah. dude. You got, you got teased. Yeah. Cause then it's the Zodiac, the worst, <laughs> the just, just worst like case a, scenario. <laughs> like I can't believe just, but you know what? Actually, better than the original scheduled match, which well, was Kamala. Macho Kamala. Man versus Kamala. And I just Ugh. could not believe in 1995, Kamala was getting a pay-per-view booking over somebody like Eddie Guerrero or, or you know, Benoit or Malenko, who they just brought into the company. Well, the reason was, I mean, we see why. It's 30 seconds for later. The, when <laughs> yeah, the it's for the over. best. Yeah. Uh, and also, what a pro Macho Man is, uh, some guy just casually walks into the ring as if he's part of the match yeah. camera doesn't even cut away and then macho man notices instinctively throws zodiac out of the ring gets the cameras away from the ring and clearly there was a big tussle because yeah. the crowd popped huge for this guy <laughs> who got carried out Ma macho man does not that even look back he can feel yeah. that it's still happening and he's just beating the shit out of zodiac on the outside and then eventually takes him in, hits the elbow, it's over. Professional. Professional. And, and, and I read in the Observer of, of, from this week, he's wrestling with a torn tricep. His tricep is off the bone. How? What? Why is it, Why are you putting this guy in two matches? He's, <laughs> he's macho, Rob. That's it. Yeah, you can't fail. You can't. You can't take a night off. You're macho. You, yeah, you can't. You can't tear a macho's tricep. You know, like that's not. It doesn't happen. Them's the rules. Yeah, doesn't it, hurt that bad for him. He got no. slim, he got slim jim triceps. They're supposed to snap. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Nick, he only this match was mercifully short though, yeah. and uh, still though, I cannot believe that Beefcake or Zodiac did the. Kick out or after disciple. the three. Disciple, yeah. yeah, the booty man did the kick out after <laughs> after three from the from the elbow drop. Like, like you could take the loss Come here. On, like, no, nobody thinks you're a serious threat, Zodiac. Yo, <laughs> it's something that's crazy too. Is like, why, why is it that like Hogan, Flair, Macho Man, all those dudes? Like, if you go back and watch their career as they progressed, they work the same people. Yes, like. Like, so, like he had to have asked for beefcake. Like he had to have been like, no, tonight I want to wrestle beefcake on the paper. No, deal. come like, on, dude. I want beefcake. <laughs> I want yeah, yeah. And like that guy continually got jobs for some reason. Then if you see him wrestle, you're like, why? How the fuck did this guy get? Well, a he job? was Hogan's. Best what does friend, he have? On right? Wasn't that the case? Yeah, he, he was like Hogan's I, I, I guess. Best well, Kamala apparently quit the company because he did not want to do the job here. He was above losing to Macho Man, which what is, is going hilarious. on, dude? Uh, th nope. this, this paper was a mess. 
in the history, in all the episodes we've watched of Nitro, it seems that people have a hard time letting the Macho Man kick their ass and then also beat them. I know. Like, Macho Man is getting his ass beat by, like, dudes named he sells, Jared. He sells for three hours a night <laughs> and then and, hits yeah. the elbow and, then, and wins, and that's that's it. As if he isn't the greatest to ever do it. <laughs> like, you, you watch him walk out tonight with his torn everything, and you're like, this is the best wrestler I've ever seen in my life. He's going to demolish this guy. And it was a point of contention yeah, that he was crazy. going to win. That's crazy. He's a macho. Yeah. This uh, dude what's... looks like a fucking Oreo blizzard, and he thinks that he, <laughs> he should be beating the macho man. I can't believe it. Yo, we can agree that's the greatest wrestling name of all time, right? Macho Man Randy Savage. 100%. One Absolutely. 100%. And I love, so, you know, I, I kind of missed Mongo not being on this. Because he's never once in the history of Nitro said Macho Man Randy Savage. It's, it's Macho <laughs> Man Savage it? every time. Okay. Macho love Man it. Savage, he's here. <laughs> Fuck uh, I miss him. I think Mongo not being here, though, really let Bobby Heenan shine because Tony Schiavone is, is not a no, but Tony no. Schiavone is very much. Yes. And, yes and. yeah. And, a no and he, he got so many good uh, riffs in. So uh, after this terrible match, we cut to backstage Gene Okerlund. He completely gets Johnny B. Bad over. Like he cuts Johnny B. Bad's promo for Johnny B. Bad, yeah. <laughs> and then lets Johnny B. Bad just say something for the kids. And then he he closes it by saying, "To celebrate Johnny B. Bad's big win, we're gonna go to the bar." And Gino no, he Clint says, says we're gonna go to Greek Town, which is the casino where I just lost three grand this weekend. Oh, okay, so, okay. <laughs> so that felt to great. <laughs> He said, we're going to go to Greetown, and I'm going to sing Tutti Frutti to celebrate. And then he, they cut back to Heated, and he's like, oh, that's going to be great for all the other businesses, because he's going to scare everyone out of that bar. <laughs> Amazing. So good. He also, again, I got to shout it out. At the beginning of this promo, Gene is hawking the talk shit WCW hotline. Yes. Once again, just bringing up rumors, just like, this just in, uh, I hear that uh, Diesel had a case of some pretty bad gas. Find out more about it by calling me. Yeah. Like, dude. I want to know about that gas. Dude, I gotta know. I would have been wanted... like... I think I think the tease was actually Jimmy Hart got a phone call from someone up north. <laughs> Who could possibly have called Jimmy Hart? The Yeti. Dude. <laughs> the Yeti. It was me. Yeah. I needed to... <laughs> Uh, Needed a ride. We got Hawk versus Kurosawa up next. Uh, and again, and again, Gene Oakland. I mean, not Gene Oakland. Bobby Heenan with a great line. He says, "Hawk cuts his hair with a weed whacker." <laughs> I wrote so what? I wrote what the fuck does this do? What does this do? And then later in the thing, I put, "What does this do?" Again, thankfully, painfully short. I don't know why we needed this. What does uh, this Hawk, do? Hawk does the doomsday device, the one-person doomsday device from the apron to the floor on Colonel Robert Parker that creates a distraction where Kurosawa can get a pin in with the legs on the ropes uh, and Colonel Parker holding him down. And still, Hawk has to do the kickout stand-up right away like... Yeah. <gasps> What? <laughs> I mean, why do this at all? Did not like to lose. Why did we need this at all? Why do we need this whole segment? I agree. 
Why couldn't this have been cut and the Sabu JL match got like five more minutes? Because oh that was insane. The only thing I can think of is they were doing that international tag thing. Yeah. So like they were pulling over some Japanese guys at that time, but like uh, why why a singles on a on a paper? Like, he had, must have he went like fifteen minutes with Macho Man a week ago. Yeah. And barely yeah. lost. Yeah, yeah, he needed a, he needed a three he, minute squash. He's still very green here too, yeah. so it just hey, did not work. How good is his traps though? Oh, I mean, his body is unbelievable. He looks insane. Yeah. He's fucking Incredible. massive. Yeah, he's cool as fuck. <laughs> what What did Hawk do to some? Like, I know that the <laughs> Road crazy. Warriors, dude. The Road Warriors the whole thing is like we don't lose, motherfucker. Yeah. Like that's their that's like one of their known things, and then. All that Hawk has done is has been a part of like the most embarrassing matches we've ever watched, and he's just losing and getting counted out. All what did he do to? It's a very WCW dark for Hawk he, right now. He keeps yeah. losing in the most dastardly ways. Disco Dast- Inferno yeah. with the distraction count out versus Boss Man. You're gonna Brutal. lose though. Lose yeah. to Boss Man. I think. Also, take the L every time. Of, of course. <laughs> But just to like, I do it, you know. The the disco inferno distraction made it like, no. Because yeah. why? What does that do? Chaos. I don't know. That that huge hawk disco inferno rivalry that happened <laughs> like timeless <laughs> We do have right after this a straight up iconic soundboard fuel macho man promo. After this, yes. Oh, oh my god! Beautiful. He starts roasting Gene for his crooked mustache, completely throws Gene off by saying he has a crooked mustache. Yeah, like, Gene is hey, like, wait what? a minute. What? Why? why are we talking about this? <laughs> Your beard yeah. is crooked. <laughs> this hat, but like, this, this, Macho Man has three back-to-back, like, YouTube clip lines. And like the, heard about what you said about me a few days ago, yeah. That's timeless. Mm. That's this. This is history. Yeah. Best part of the show is this Macho Man promo. I it's agree. All from here. <laughs> well, it no, is, we we still get the jail Sabu match, but dude, that was, after that, all that Gene getting shoot hot about the mustache line is so funny. You know they rapped, <laughs> and he was like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> <laughs> the, you get when just when someone gets too mad in the sketch, you know, like in the improv scene, like, "No, well, your beard looks like shit." <laughs> yeah, yo, it's. I'll tell you what, being on the inside, like when you cut a promo and you say something about someone and don't like run it over with them and they get offended, it's like the funniest thing in the world. Cause like they don't <laughs> understand that you're not talking about them. Like I'm not talking about you, dude. Like I'm talking about this weird guy you play. Like it's not you. It's okay. And like when the commentators, sometimes commentators will get a little upset if you like mention them in like a thing. And it's like, you're the you're the voice of the show. Yeah, like yeah. you said this thing. I'm just playing off of it. Yeah. And yeah, it's fun. Especially if it's Tony Schiavone, because he's he's the man. He's the OG. And I know it's Gene in this one, but yeah. It would be Gene today, I'm sure, if, if he were still with us. What what's next, Rob? Next we have uh JL versus Sabu. No longer Mr. JL, just JL. And Bobby Heenan is just roasting him. What does JL stand for? Jerk for lunch? Just a loser? <laughs> just roasting him. Roasting. This, so good. It, this, needed, this needed to be a half hour. 
Yeah, I, I was so annoyed that it was like four minutes or whatever it was. But it was so like Sheik and Sabu come out. The original Sheik is there, a legend from from Detroit. Uh, the crowd pops for him. Uh, and immediately Sabu does an acai moonsault to JL. And for some reason, the Sheik clearly sees this is happening. And he thinks the best move is to walk into the moonsault <laughs> to the point that his nephew kicks him in his fucking shoulders <laughs> as he lands with the moonsault. I could not believe it. Uh, he just it wanted, was, he was like, this is fucking hit me, man. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> they were, they were really pulling out some, some high spots and like, they were working really, really hard. Yeah. The crowd was responding to it. Uh, this is the best JL has looked. And then uh, Sabu gets the win. I was so sad because I was like, no, I want more. This and is then, it. Boom. Right? This is, is this his only uh, pay-per-view singles match? This is the only pay-per-view. I think uh, we see him on Nitro the next night, and then I believe that's it for Sabu. Then he, then he once again quits. <laughs> Another one that quits just because uh, you tell there, there was some issues backstage. I guess. Yeah. What did, what did you think of Sabu in WCW, uh, Andy? Um, I, I liked Sabu anytime he showed up anywhere. Yeah. yeah. And I always thought that that's kind of like, um, I always thought of like Sabu almost kind of like fear on SNL. Do you know what I mean? Like where <laughs> yes, it was just kind of like, oh, comparison. okay. We're going to see like something fucking wild that we normally don't get to see. And like at that time I was so engulfed in wrestling. Like I, you know, I, I had like pen pals and fucking tape traded and stuff like that. So like seeing Sabu show up on my favorite show was like, the craziest thing so like i was there for it like the entire time and then when he did his wwf run again it was like the same thing so it was like good. oh we're gonna see some stupid shit like this is awesome yeah. you know like <laughs> yeah and i think that that was kind of the best part about him is like you had a 50 50 shot it was gonna go right and right. you that's yeah. why you watch but it's the, like the, watching nascar the basic premise that they gave him of you're gonna win but then you're gonna keep beating the guy up so bad that we're gonna take the win from you is yeah genius yeah, so they, good. They could have done that forever. Yeah. What was he mad about? Because it seemed like they did just let him do what Sabu does, which is know. beat the shit out of people, throw them through tables. Like he's still showing up, looking like he has been in the most. Like he just got out of Sword of Doom. Like he's ready to fuck people up, and they're letting him do that. I don't know. Well, no, I, don't I, know. Know. I don't know. Maybe in a few when he. Act actually quits maybe it'll come up in the observer mm. like it might have just been yeah. an argument about money yeah it could have been because uh, he had the he had the faith no more baseline like coming out yeah. it's great <laughs> you guys is there another wrestler that you could say never changed their appearance but had the same amount of i guess heat through their entire career like he never changed his gear RVD? his gear was always yeah, yeah. the same Oh yeah, RVD never changed. So I guess it's either, an ECW but... thing. Yeah, if, but if you were. take a guy, the iconic dudes like fucking Undertaker, like yeah. there was like how many inceptions of Undertaker? Well, like you know what I mean? Where like I'm talking about that weird like Brock Lesnar is one thing, yeah, but like like that weird character who never changed the weird character and stayed that way and always had the same amount of like oh fuck it's Sabu. I imagine Sabu even just wears those parachute pants at home, you yeah. know, like, yeah, <laughs> like at, at the dinner table. Or I guess whatever. maybe like I guess I guess Jushin Liger has the Kish, Kishin Liger thing, but that's there where you go. Yeah, Muda, but he was he's been a well, couple no of Muda always things. updated. His, yeah, yeah, he's updating his yeah. look, his his repertoire, his hair. 
you might be. I feel like at Double or Nothing was the first time I've seen like they made him wear a suit. I feel like yeah. Sebu was probably like, "You got, you better let me put those parachute pants on." <laughs> I got this is the only you're gonna make me do the only show I've ever done. Yeah. Not in my. He, do you guys know he showed up with a with a Michael Jackson impersonator as his uh, bodyguard that day? <laughs> oh, nice. What like, legit? Straight up. Oh, this is a Michael yeah, Jackson. Guy. A Michael Jackson impersonator in a in a bulletproof vest showed up and was walking around with Sabu, and it was his bodyguard the entire time he was at uh, work this that week. It's Santana it Jackson was, was his name. Yeah, right? Santana his, Jackson. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I love that we're just talking about your office. Yeah, I love it. At work. <laughs> work. Man. At work. Beautiful. What's uh What's work, next man. on this on this now Sorry, mostly terrible no, no, no. show? So now now we really get downhill because we cut to the master and the taskmaster and it's oh fucking God. hilarious because the moment we cut to the, the master end. uh kevin sullivan has this look on like he's looking past the camera like are we on like like are we going are we going <laughs> and meanwhile uh, the master is just like sullivan <laughs> and sullivan's just like are we on are we on <laughs> uh so and cool. they, i don't know what the hell they're saying but they're saying something and then uh, we get a Hulk Hogan promo with with the winners of a Harley Davidson motorcycle. And yet again, he shouts out this one specific shop that makes these motorcycles that very clearly gave him a promo cycle yeah. for this. Dude. And twice they call out a they call out this woman from the shop who had a, another incredible mullet, and she uh, presents the winners of the motorcycles with like merch and then is like oh we could also give you an exhaust for this but you have to come to our shop what dude why are you saying this on the air this is they on a like, this is on a pay-per-view forever and this is four uh -huh. it's four minutes long and you it's it's amazing because the look on the fiance's face <laughs> the whole time is the look on mo and the entire audience just staring into nothingness hello darkness my yeah. old friend like on <laughs> Unbelievable. It takes forever. And also, I realized this is the debut of Hulk Hogan's like actual NWO gear, like the, the lightning pants. Yeah. This is the real, this is where the first time anyone ever sees that, he doesn't change it at all. He's like, what if I wore that cool shit from the yeah. motorcycle promo? <laughs> he says, what if I try that thing that failed miserably uh, last year? And then it's the well, biggest yeah. thing that ever happened. Yeah. Uh, well, the real Crazy. difference there is that he didn't have Nash and Hall to edit him to be like, dude, you cannot just do the exact same thing. <laughs> you have yeah. to like update yourself. A yeah. Well, bit. I mean, yeah, he didn't have us, uh, the Hulkamanioids, here to tell him <laughs> to change one little thing. The wild thing here, too, is like they couldn't do this segment in two minutes and give like the JL Sabu match two minutes. They had to do this dumb fucking bike giveaway for four minutes amen it's so it's so obscenely long they've wasted they waste so much time they cut away from incredible stuff to show hulk hogan doing literally nothing yeah and, and two minutes to sabu and and jerry lynn would have been 50 things yeah <laughs> <laughs> you would have got more out of just giving one bike away 100 shoot <laughs> We were missing Phoenix splashes. Yes. I'm saying again. <laughs> was Kimberly Page in this bike segment too? 
<laughs> Jesus. So then we have uh, Sullivan. I mean, not Sullivan. Meng with Sullivan. That's my dad. Lex, shout out to Lex Luger. Shout out to my dad. Yelling on TV. You love yeah. to see it. <laughs> Sullivan. Uh, this match was like 14 minutes completely unnecessary to be that long because they didn't do anything. Anything. It was chin lock, punch, punch, kick. Uh, attempted a comeback, stopped, chin lock, punch, punch. Like, let's go, let's go. Also, they're telling the story that the Dungeon of Doom never attacked Lex Luger. And yet, here is a member of the Dungeon of Doom actively attacking <laughs> Lex Luger and having a long match with him. And also, I want to point out that, I, like, when they say this, I'm like, wait, did it the giant choke slam him on Nitro last week? They later on in the show, Six after trying ago. to make this point, they showed twice the giant <laughs> choke slamming him in the recap video. What did you leave that out of the recap it's video insane. if you're trying to tell the story? It is insane. Yeah. So after Meng spends 13 minutes beating the shit out of him, he, he takes out a shiv or whatever his weapon is, a spike, <laughs> and he spikes spike. Luger. Luger's knocked out, and, and Meng has the visual pinfall. Kevin Sullivan comes in and kicks Lex Luger causing Meng to be disqualified because he wants Luger to win. So we get this Luger macho match. So if they want, if, if they're in cahoots, which we learn later on, they are, why would these two guys actually fight? It hurt my head. That's the whole, I mean, and then there's, there's two angles on the show that are that, where that is the question. Yeah. Like, why would you do all that? If you're just going to do this, that's the thing. The next match, they're doing this exact That's same angle. But the story been, of the whole match. But they they built that up for like two months now. Like, <laughs> why give that? A, why give this story trope away in the this shitty match? It's this crazy. could have been a this could have been a three minute match. The Sabu JL match could have been fifteen minutes. It's, un, Here's it's the, unbelievable. Yeah. This could have been the motorcycle giveaway. <laughs> yeah, and then Eric but, goes on Twitter and he's like, "AEW's got to get it together, man." <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ! I, I will I was say, so frustrated. It was very frustrating. Also, Lex, great third example of a of a mullet. Oh, he's yeah. got like a he's got like Tina Turner's actual hair on his head, but his head is yeah. a lot bigger than hers, so the <laughs> hair looks not totally right. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, that's yeah. a wig size that's one size too small. And and again, Jordan, have- <laughs> a year from Did now, have highlights. Highlights? You have highlights at this time in his hair? Oh, yeah. Does he? Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Jordan, I I assure you, a year from now, there will be Luger matches that bring you to tears. I I wrote in my notes, I was like, Lex ain't it. I don't know. He is not doing it. It's coming. His time is coming. It's hard to believe. He's one of the worst of all time. But but, I'm with you, Jordan. But I. I can't. There's I no don't. Buts. No, there's no. Never really good. You know, there's butts, Andy. Here's the thing: the butt there's is. No butt. There's one butt, and it's there's the one Nitro butt. The, the weekend, match. the week before Road Wild. Here's <laughs> the thing: the there, there is, there is a butt, and it's eating his trunks. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's he's adjusting. <laughs> he's selling the worst chair shot, fucking powerbomb jackknife <laughs> of his life, and he's still like. He still has to adjust the trunks, no matter. He's playing dead and adjusting his trunks. It's like, crazy. No matter what, it's his number. Yeah. Also, like, get a bigger pair of trunks. I know. <laughs> like, what I'm seeing right now, Colin. I'm like, there's just, I just 
can't see how you can turn it around, especially since you told me it's the same song. He looks the same. It is like, the same. It's all it's the same. The same but move. there's one match where you just want him to win so bad, and he yeah. does. I guess he doesn't have the mullet uh, by then. He, no. he soon gets rid of the mullet eventually. That's I, here. That's the positive note I had. <laughs> <laughs> We're minusing. I don't know. Uh, uh, I can't. I can't do it. Sorry, Colin. The <laughs> I swear the to God. Thank you, I George. swear to God, he's got one in him. Thank you. George. <laughs> it's coming. Give me. Give him a year. One year from today, we'll be talking about. We'll say that that Lex match was pretty good. That's all. Mm-hmm. all Here's right. the thing, Andy, and you Maybe. can back me up here. Racking okay. somebody is very difficult. Oh, terrible! It's 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 super hard. So. Do you like the move, though, Andy? Do you think it's a good move? I do like the torture rack. I just don't like it for him. <sighs> I, I like when Nak- Nakanishi uses it. That's uh, when Kurosawa does it. <laughs> yeah, Dude, Kurosawa. can you believe that? Can you believe that they were, like, brought him over and they were like, what do we call I don't know. What's any famous Japanese guy? <laughs> who's, the, who's the famous Kurosawa. Japanese okay. guy? Yeah. 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 Like that's it, it's literally if like Kenny Omega went over there and they were like, uh, this is Steven Spielberg. This is Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. What's next here, Rob? Next we have arguably the best match of the show. We have after Anderson. after Johnny B. Bad and DDP. Sure, but I well, why I would give it to this, this match had more story than that one. Although that one did have like that was the work rate match. Yeah, for sure. oh yeah. But this this was the story match. Uh, Sting and an injured a flare Ric Flair that was allegedly attacked before the event versus Brian Pillman and Arn Anderson. Uh, Ric Flair does not come out. Sting has to wrestle these two of these guys alone. Sting yet again looks like a fucking million bucks. He's like, the goat. unbelievable. That jacket, amazing. Paid just everything like he's he the greatest looks like a star greatest of all time what a great match that they worked a, a, a very believable two-on-one situation where sting is clearly the uh tougher guy yeah uh so so he's getting the best as soon as he gets the best of one of them the other guy cuts him off and then they get the heat again and you know it was it was a little longer but unlike the luger meg match they right. were doing stuff so oh, it was the whole fun. time yeah, and and they were really getting the crowd to chant, "We want Flair!" Like, like we want Sting to be saved. It mirrored the 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 Flair handicap match a few weeks ago. Oh, that's true. In yeah. all the perfect little ways that, like story story wise, there's nothing on in WCW that comes close to this right. Yeah, like this is this is like what we're watching a different promotional. Like yes. it's crazy that the Dungeon of Doom thing and this thing is in the same so wild on awesome. the same show. Even you know it's they're so far apart. And this Watch. this is this pays off on this show and then continues to pay off at least. Yeah, you know. Yeah, once you guys get to uh, like the whole Glacier thing, like when you guys get to like Glacier Wrath, Ernest Miller, and uh, the Mortal Kombat uh, Mortis. It's called like blood and iron or blood and there's like a whole like they tried doing like a like a universe inside of a universe. Right. And that is like reminiscent to Dungeons of Doom. Like the Dungeon of Doom is like you get weird, you know, like, where am I? Yeah. Why is this gold? You know what I mean? And then <laughs> it's not hot. then you, you get Blair <laughs> Sting and Brian. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. actual wrestling yeah. with actual wrestling yeah. storyline like. And it proves that, like, 
this guy did this wrong thing to me, so now I have beef with him. That's all. Yeah, like it does. It, it doesn't have to have like some crazy story no. to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, I, it's kind of nice. <laughs> I I'm yeah. loving I'm loving the variety. I do have a question, Andy, because this is my this this is my first time ever seeing any of this. Okay, I've never seen I've never seen like s- like not crow sting before. So yeah, yeah. Since we've been watching this, my entire question has been how is he not the main event like the entire time and when you were growing up watching this you're watching this live and probably uh-huh. you have actual memories of this what Big did time. you what what were you thinking like a, a, did it make sense that sting was in this position or were you frustrated that he wasn't higher on the card no no, no. like i never questioned because they always like promoted him like he was a superstar Right. So, like, it didn't matter if he was, like, you know, on the mid card or if he was, like, headlining or, like, it, he was Sting. It, he just is transitional to, like, it's right. still to this day. Like, it's it's still the same thing where, like, it's a big deal. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I, you know, I, and I don't, I don't necessarily, like, I know that, like, a lot of old time dudes like to talk about, like, oh, that guy could have been Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, well, the time has passed and he wasn't. But he was Sting, and Sting is fucking to me the greater best, than Hulk Hogan. The best ever. Oh yeah. So and I, know, I, and I have like, ex- I have explained to Jordan Pryor that Sting being the United States champion in in our minds is like, oh, Sting has the real the belt that means you're the best wrestler. Yeah. So that was like it wasn't I wasn't worried about him being world champion because like same right. with the Intercontinental champion, it was like oh that guy's that's the guy. Yeah. He's the best wrestler. The other guy's yeah. just the biggest star. Steve Austin. Steve Austin held that title for fucking like a year. Exactly. A year and a half. Like straight. Yes. Crazy. And that spot is for like like anyone who has actual wrestling respect. Flair, Arn, Sting, Wyndham. Like those dudes, that's the belt that those dudes go. Obviously, like the big giant gold belt is like king, but yeah. like that could have some storyline and do some weird shit while the U.S. title was like the best matches. Yeah, the best matches. Like Wyndham is going to go out there and wrestle Tully Blanchard for 15 minutes for the U.S. title, and it's going to be fucking awesome. Right, right. Steal the like, show. You never had to worry about. It. You never had to worry about those matches. That's and for sure. Sting is something you never had to worry about. Like there was, you never had to worry about it. Like, that was the like, coolest part. And a lot of these nitros, Sting is winning with a cross body, big time, and yeah. it's the most exciting thing you've ever seen. He, yeah, his his jumps, his ups are <laughs> crazy, incredible. dude. It's, like, it's he jumps so high. You say he uh, should have been world champion at this time, Jordan. I say he should have been on the Dallas Maverick. Oh, that's <laughs> you know, it's fair. I I I only just brought that up just because every time I see Sting, I'm like, this is the most perfect looking wrestler. Like this is the most beautiful man I've ever seen. <laughs> at the time, he looks unbelievable. He's just got everything. Yeah. He's really got everything. Yeah. He's talking about traps. And- yes. Oh yeah, and dude, he's still to this day, still to this day, I was in a match with him like a month and a half ago. Yeah, and like called a spot where I was like, I was gonna mock the sting, like the stinger splash, and like yeah. we like w- were working this spot out or whatever. And like when I like whipped him into the corner and like went back and like mocked the sting splash, I I couldn't believe where I was. I like looked across and like he's standing right there, like. <sighs> I'm running now, running full speed at him and jumping in the air, and then he vaults like a comeback on me, and it was like 
15 year old Andy was like, couldn't understand what was happening. And it, I didn't understand it. Like, like later on it stunk in. I was like talking to my fiance and like, I started like tearing up and I was like, I fucking like mocked Sting. Yeah. Like I, I mocked his huge move, like his move and then got flattened by him. It was like, it, not only that, but you, you called it, you told him what to do. Yeah. Like dude, you, that, you, and you want to, that's, that's the best part about him. Like he just wants to give, like there's no taking from that guy. And if you watch his matches from back in the day, like same thing, the, the, the exact same thing. Just the people in charge were the ones doing the political stuff. Right. He was not, I don't think he was the one doing the political stuff. I think that like, they were like, we need this guy to win. So he's going to win. Like, and that's, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, he clearly stayed away from the politics. Like if you look at, you know, Starcade 97, like he could have said something and he was like, ah, oh, whatever, you know, whatever you guys want to do. He's the best wrestler. <laughs> yep. of all time. But anyway, he's so incredible. he's carrying Sorry. this Flair comes in crowd goes wild flair flares in 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 his slacks to sell that he just got into the arena uh he <laughs> literally has the in on his head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cotton and then maybe. and then they they go another like five to seven minutes of sting selling trying to get the hot tag and and they're like they're like slowly slowly putting the boil up you know the crowd is like ready and then they get the hot tag. The crowd goes nuts. And then I, I, I had to rewind this three times. I was so impressed with how smooth Flair comes in. One, two, three, strut, hit the rope. Boom. <laughs> sting. Sting. Like, perfect. It's like, unbelievable. Yeah. This is one of the greatest swerves, like, visually <laughs> ever oh, executed. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Heenan and Tony Schiavone losing their shit. Bobby Heenan loving this. Bobby, Bobby loves it. Dude, that's the best of part. Is Bobby just being like, yes! Dude, this, was Bobby, this was a tour de force for Bobby Heenan this whole night. He was so good at properly reacting as a heel, as like a terrible person. Yeah. And what a terrible person's point of view would be with this. Even with the main event, as ridiculous as it was, Bobby Heenan being upset about what happened was the only thing that like made it good and tony yeah. tony's trying to rationalize it yeah tony yeah. is like wait if this happened why why would flair do it? and bobby's like shut the fuck up tony yeah rick is back yeah. the horsemen are back he's like ever this is harmony bobby yeah. heenan it, it feels like bobby heenan is back in this moment yeah what i loved what made this so believable is as soon as they pounce on sting sting barely has his composure but sees that rick turned on him this whole angle is like i'm gonna help you but if you turn on me like you're fucked and he immediately just wallops on flair like i've never seen like he does the the, the chest thing but on flair yeah. you know yeah uh, it looks so good it looks so good and then obviously arn and pillman jump him and then it's over from there like he's not getting up and this plays in to the main event finish because sting isn't there to help save everyone uh, because he got attacked. And this kind of answers my question from like two weeks ago of why is Sting currently in three different angles, right. <laughs> you know? And so here's why, because they want to give him an out. Uh, but this was this was the best part of the show, the easily the high point, like true. This is this felt like real vintage, like what I expect from WCW. NWA. This is this is NWA yeah. that it, that is left in WCW. Yes, the yeah. last exactly. Andy, watching this for the first time, how did this like when you do you remember this moment? 
Yeah, of course. This... Insane. Like, but I was like a huge Flair fan. So like for me to see Flair do Flair, I was more stoked to see Flair beat up Sting than I was seeing right. Sting like try to vault a comeback. Like them them right. teaming together had to have felt unnatural. Oh, big time. I mean, especially like at that point in time, this is 95. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd been watching wrestling since like 86. So you'd only see the, all you knew was, well, all I know and all I need to know is these two motherfuckers hate each other. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like you kind of knew as a fan, I knew Flair was going to, they were somehow going to turn it against Sting. Yeah. Um, yeah. The crazy thing, though, is to like actually imagine Ric Flair doing a hot tag because he always was the heat guy. Yeah, he, yep, he right. always took he always took the heat in tag matches, and then like to actually now knowing what I know about wrestling, like to actually think he was gonna get a fucking hot tag and actually do a hot tag. Like, come on, <laughs> with dress on and what his you, tits just like really casually it. sloped over the rope, yeah. just like come on, Sting. yeah, tag me. This. Uh, this was one of the best. This might be the best heel turn I've ever seen. Like, yeah, the yeah. Way, what was your reaction, Jordan? Like, you didn't know what was coming. I did not. I did not expect it because of the. If you turn on me, like I'll fucking murder you. Yeah. Like that's yeah. literally a line. And I was like, okay, well, the turn won't happen immediately. It'll happen later, and it happens. Like, at least happened on Nitro the next night. Ooh, yeah, like, they could have really <laughs> fucked with us. Like went through the match, vaulted the comeback. No. Then yeah. on Nitro the next night, Bam. boom. But they did it at the pay-per-view. The fact that Flair comes out and could have gotten the hot tag then, but no, they do like another five minutes of building it up. The, and it doesn't get boring. It doesn't deflate. It just keeps getting bigger. And then Flair gets the tag. Doesn't do any moves. Just immediately is attacking Sting. And then instead, in most beatdowns that I've seen, the baby face is just laid the fuck out. There's no, there's yeah. no anything else from the baby face. But the fact that Sting gets up and is throwing fists hard into Ric Flair, pissed off, is yeah. unbelievable. It felt like a movie or an actual yeah. fight. It was beautiful. Yeah. yeah, that's storytelling, man. Like that's what happens when great storytellers tell stories. Like it's just, yeah. And that shows how great those guys are. If we're talking this much about this match and how good it is, yeah, like go back and now let's now let's talk about Johnny B. Bad. Let's talk about fucking whatever. You know what I mean? Like all moot. All of those storylines are moot, and then you have a an actual storyline that just pertains to wrestling. Well, because it's really, beautiful. Realistically, matches are mostly moot. You know, you remember the beginning. 100%. You remember the finish. You remember the heat. But the yeah. story is everything. That must mean we've got a train wreck coming. Yeah, so we got the, the final uh, two matches. So we have the first part of the main event, which is the monster truck sumo battle. They never use oh, the boy. word sumo until tonight. Yeah. <laughs> which, and, and then, so Tony Schiavone goes away. Eric Bischoff takes over. Why? I have no idea. Immediately exposes how much worse Eric Bischoff is at this than Tony Schiavone. Yes. They also have the guy who built both monster trucks. <laughs> that uh, which sucks. to me is so <laughs> stupid. Like it's if insane. these guys hate each name? other, uh, oh, I forgot. I didn't write down his name. I'll look it up in a second. But uh, like if you're the giant and Hulk Hogan, why would you want this your guy to build your opponent's monster truck? You know, wouldn't you? Wouldn't yeah. the giant and Kevin Sullivan pay off 
this monster truck creator to make Hogan's like a little shittier. Clearly. Yeah. Well, and they, they get him to, to explain the rules. And I swear, like, it sounds like this. Hey, okay, then what are going to have? I have two monster trucks that are going to be attacking then everybody. And, then, and that's the rules. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> what are the rules? I had no idea what the rules were. But apparently, so they're attached to each other. They're linked together, these monster trucks. And uh, there's a, a ring of cones, a circle of cones, and you have to push the other, your opponent's monster truck fully outside the border of the cone. And then there's mm. also two spots where there's like an explosion for some reason. <laughs> That's Very the rule. Cool. Uh, which I'm like, okay, but they absolutely did not explain this. I had to figure this out as the match was or whatever that is, is Just going like, on. Do they, do they ever explain? Does Has Eric ever said anywhere like what the purpose of this was? I have no idea. Also, I didn't realize this was the Giants first ever official match. This is for it. some yep. reason, I thought, I thought he had yeah. already fought Hogan uh, before. This, but this was it. And, you know, look, for a first match ever, he's no Logan Paul. But <laughs> that this was, is, especially having to deal with Rob, like, the cartooniness Rob, how, of... <laughs> how dare you say that? How a fucking Logan dare Paul, you? he is not. But, Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here you're with right. that. Don't he have, was great. He was great. Right. <laughs> he was really good. I mean, he, he was he, great. It definitely, it definitely did not look like it was his first match for the most part. No. Uh, but anyway, so uh, that's even later. We were jumping ahead. So they fucking have this thing immediately on board. Like yeah. within a minute, it's just like, okay. It's, like, Hogan, let's get it's shots it. of Hogan in his car going. It's the same one shot of Hogan Every that they time. keep cutting to. And it's very clear they're not even driving. No. And, yeah. and then so uh, Hogan can't even put Giant over in a monster truck. Hogan <laughs> has to win this too. <laughs> Dude, well, he's a better. He's obviously better. He's a better driver. Yeah, he's a better monster truck driver. Yeah, motorcycle yeah. skills that you get from Big Jim's motorcycles in South Palm Beach, Florida, uh, they uh, carry over big, to to monster yeah. truck sumo matches. He has there's big giant arms on the side of this yeah. truck, yes. though, right? Yes. Yeah. I yes. mean, the other like there's there's not like no. the giant doesn't have big arms. That's no. a tactical. Yeah, the judge, uh, Yeah. Way like imagine advantage. if you were driving around in your car and had big arms on your car, it would probably <laughs> do things better than than other. That's biological cars. science. This is yeah. it is absolutely science. It's big arms versus like the dog from Nightmare Before Christmas or it whatever. It's like dry bones from uh, from Mario. Yeah, it's so crazy. It's awful. I I love that they. Like the match is over, they get out of the cars and fight a little. Like the worst fight to get to a spot that I've ever seen. Like they're <laughs> just there's like three punches. They're up there, and then the giant falls like timber, and then second Hulk degree Hogan, murder. Second degree is murder, how the and mo then monster truck thing ends. Hulk is immediately afterwards. He's like, help, help, um. It's like he's like a kid who like his friend got hurt. Like, um, let me tell you something, mother. Um, the giant and I were playing, and I know you told us to stay in the cars, but we didn't stay in the cars, and now the giant fell off and he's dead in the river. I did not understand at all why when the giant fell, Hogan's acting instinct was to do like a like a thing to catch him. Yeah. Like this guy was trying to kill you. Yeah. Like he he twisted your neck twice to try to detach your head from your body why do you feel any sympathy 
for him uh, because to I do mean this. this this just shows the inner struggle of what it takes for for Hogan to be a bad guy, you know. <laughs> but God, yeah, God, God, God says mur- murder is bad. That's true. But so God says that manslaughter is. I don't think he said anything about that. So oh, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. So he's good. That's true. He's, that's uh, why he's yeah. like I, he can I, still say, he can say his prayers very safely after yeah. everything that's yeah. happened. So after the giant falls, the Hogan's line is, "I didn't want the giant to take the plunge, brother." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> By the way, but he did it. Yeah. In between that and the actual uh, like then match that happens, uh, we get Lex and Macho Man, and the only note I wrote for this is. Still Lex with zero wins. This dude has just the biggest deal at the end of the first episode. They were like, oh, my God, he's here. And he's he's done nothing but lose. Well, he beat Macho Man clean on on TV a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, did he? Oh, shit. Okay. Well, all right. He's got a win. Yeah. (laughs) But Macho Man comes in to fucking get his win back in this piece of shit where commentary is talking about the giant the entire time. Yes, and uh, also just this feels like totally worthless. They spent the whole month on Nitro building up this match, and it was a match I was kind of looking forward to just based on the build, and it was nothing. Again, also, though, Macho Man does not have one of his triceps attached to his arm, so he can only do so much. Still, the finish was very weird. Yeah, the finish was so weird. Jimmy Hart comes out, and and they do a thing where... Jimmy Hart. Why is Luger grabbing Jimmy Hart if we now know that they're in cahoots? You know, and then to win the match, uh, Macho knocks Luger into Jimmy Hart and does the roll up or whatever. Yeah, eh, it's awful. It's fucking uh, awful. How and do this you is do still this to only Macho like man. the third worst thing on the show. Yeah. Oh, this isn't <laughs> even. Yeah, because Bobby Heaton is apoplectic like like he's so i love he's, that i this was so good yeah this was good that he how bobby just how, being like why so are upset. we wrestling a guy is dead yeah <laughs> does like anyone have a walkie talkie you are like, you're like, wrestling and a man is de- a man is dead and yeah. you're wrestling the rugrats yeah, like are stuck in paris like he would, and you're, i feel like you're he's the only one properly reacting to the like gravity murder? of the situation, yeah, to the murder. Like there was he's a, a pro. Yeah. He's the only so, rational man in the company. So they try to say that <laughs> uh, that the uh, Kobo Arena on one side is a parking lot, on the other side is a body of water, and the giant may have fallen into the body of water <laughs> or the parking lot. We don't know. And, and Bobby is so like, it's like, why don't we know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Like, what's going on? Like, it's been a while I, now. <laughs> I do always like, I like, like, uh, the fact that, like, you have to think about, like, if you think of wrestling as a whole, you think of all these weird things that only happen in two hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or three hours yeah. or something like that. And it's like the commentators will make it seem as if a, a whole day has went by, but like 10 minutes before this, a guy shoved another guy off. fucking and thing. They show a and, recap of it, of this thing yeah. we saw 20 minutes ago on a show. We paid to see in there, yeah, but, like, logic, you know, but lo- logically you couldn't think of Eric Bischoff being like, Hey, Ted, uh, can you go and see if, if he's either dead or <laughs> fell in the water, and then just come right back yeah. in. Like, if he went right into there. the water, we can do the the next match, no problem, Ted. It's it's all good. Yeah. We're just checking to see if he's uh, dead. What? Or yeah. In the have, water. Uh, 
what's Rachel the intern do? Okay, she's getting waters for everybody. Okay, can she also swing by and see if the giant fell yeah. in the water? What is that? No, everyone is busy. Everyone is busy. <laughs> no one can go check on him right yeah. now. There's no medical staff. There's nothing. There's no one They're just out busy. there. There's no security even out there making sure no the cars aren't getting broken no. into. To check. And then yeah. Bobby and Tony all- are are clearly told to stall for like the camera's on them for five straight minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Bobby just of being like, Tony, you don't understand what's happening. A man is dead outside. And nobody's <laughs> telling me what's going on. And Tony's like, yeah, I know. I know, it's what crazy. Shut up, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tony is like desperate, is desperately trying to pull the mood away from this so he you can kind of reset for the next match because Tony is a professional. He's doing his best to be like, I know murder just happened, but... Uh, Michael, Michael's in the ring right Dude, now. Mike, Tony just, is like, we've got and, Michael Buffer, and Bobby is like, no, who cares what Michael Buffer thinks at a time like this. <laughs> it's like the Ja Rule on 9-11 thing. Like, we're gonna Dude. see what Ja Rule thinks. <laughs> see what Michael Buffer thinks. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> but there he Michael is. Michael Buffer's about uh, about to say, "Are you ready to rumble?" And Bobby Heenan's like, "No, a no! man is dead." <laughs> <laughs> Once they're like in the ring, like Michael still has to do the Michael thing going like, and now in the right corner, wearing very, like, very river wet outfit. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. Like in my in my head cannon, I was like, okay, he fell in the water. That's how he he lives. He's a giant. He could survive the impact, which by the way, uh Cobo Arena is not at all surrounded by a body of water. There's no water attached to it, but that's fine. Uh the giant shows up. Without a scuff, without even, he couldn't even wet his hair. No. <laughs> like, nothing. He looks exactly the same. <laughs> he just he died saw. 20 minutes ago, and everyone has to be like, oh, it's a miracle. Oh, he made what it. A All right. Made event time. <laughs> All right. He made it, and his hair looks like Susan Sarandon. We're ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I could not, but like, this match sucked so fucking bad, but I laughed so loud. When Hogan yeah. took off the do rag and revealed the Kevin Sullivan eyebrows, because he's he's been turned evil now, yeah. is that what that I couldn't figure yeah. that out? I was like, I know that's Kel- Kevin Sullivan's thing, but like it were it's like Dragon Ball, like my, he's got Majin <laughs> forehead or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so insane. He's what evil the now. Evil, that's what evil were, guys do. We we uh, we draw on our foreheads. You so don't do that. I don't. I you, I literally do that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you do. That's right. <laughs> I I be drawn on my forehead. So this is the first <laughs> right thing Hogan's ever done. I agree. I get it. It's good. Like, so I, I, he did that, and I was like, "That's an evil piece of shit, right there." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we've been um, seeing the giant this whole time, these last two months, beating the shit out of everybody, uh, just just dominating, nonstop kills, choke slamming everyone and their mom. So what happens in this match? Of course, he's selling for Hulk Hogan for like most of the match. Yeah. Why? And he's why? Like I, I feel that obviously we know Paul White went on to do great, incredible things. He's Captain Insano, for God's sake. He's a he's a legend. Uh, the way he's selling in in this was so frustrating to me because it was yeah. just like why why is this the way this match is going after everything we've seen? Isn't selling like the hardest thing 
to learn. Yeah. I've heard. And he's good at that's, it. <laughs> so that's, that's wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Like wrestling is like the best matches are two guys trying to outsell each other. Yeah. Like that's, that's wrestling. And but Hogan's like, not selling shit. Of course not. Yeah. This was dog shit. Um, I tell you what, then <laughs> when I, when I come out, he, he was selling my moveset. Great. Which my, moveset, oh, yeah. I kind of, I, my moveset Dude. is about dominance, and that's why I'm only ever humping people like a dog. Let's get to that, because this was maybe my favorite part of the match before. Really nice hug. It was really a gorgeous nice hug. hug. A nice As hug, the Jimmy a Hart, little bit of thrusting. <laughs> that's it. As the Jimmy Hart screwjob stuff is happening, Giant is on the floor selling. And Jimmy's, like, maneuvering through all this, but Giant keeps going. Ah, I'm glad you noticed that. He was so overt. Like, oh, oh, not he was kid. like, where are we? Oh. Like peeking. <laughs> and then, make... <laughs> and I want to point out, it was completely unnecessary for him to do that because Hogan walks over to him to pick him up. That's your cue. That's like cue. Hogan picking you up. You don't have to awesome. look. But th that was the only time where his inexperience showed. Was yeah. just, oh. But it's hilarious. It's so funny. So yeah. who cares? Uh, that, that whole part, thing was a mess. The camera missed Jimmy Hart attacking the referee yeah uh bobby heenan tries to make it seem like he didn't do it even though the crowd <laughs> has already seen it and everyone's like pointing to jimmy and telling hogan not to the thing that surprised me was that the crowd was behind hogan everything yeah. we've seen is hogan's kind of getting mixed responses from the crowds on nitro like in chicago there was audible hogan sucks chance a few yeah. weeks before this before he even came out which i love Maybe maybe they picked Detroit for the pay per view. Maybe Detroit was a big yeah. Hogan town. Well, yeah, it's a northeastern. It's a northeast town. Exactly. It's not necessarily down south where uh, it's NWA country. So maybe. Uh, but yeah, that, so all that's happening. Luger runs out with Macho. Camera completely misses Luger turning on Macho Man, which seems like a very major plot point. It's insane. Uh, and uh, then the Tony and Bobby have to kind of explain what's going on and bobby again loving that luger is a bad guy <laughs> loving that hogan is is having to eat all the shit yeah. and then the yeti do we <laughs> actually just... know why it's the yeti and not the no. no 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 one I has ever never never come out yeah all right enough of this he's it the yeti <laughs> you're the yeti when lex is supposed to rack macho man the yeti grabs him first and is doing the thing and and yeah. Lex is like, stop! I have to rack him. <laughs> yeah, and he he literally what he walks away like a regular guy, and then He's goes, like, "Oh, oh right, I'm sorry." <laughs> before that, before yeah. that, like like uh, I think Giant is picking up uh Macho to give to Lex, and the Yeti comes over and he starts humping him, and then Giant, you can see it, it's just like, oh, "Okay, yeah, I guess I'll bear hug him." Okay, yeah. I'm doing this too, and then he hands him over. It was. It was so stupid. It was so cringy that I was questioning my commitment to the show. <laughs> yeah. The, the, only, the only reprieve I have is I read that this is the last Hogan match in his contract until next February. Wow. So we have, uh, we have a, a, a wonderful three-month break from Holt Hogan, apparently. After Something this. I did like at the end of this, when it's all wrapping up and, like, Macho Man and Hogan are coming to... There's like a sweet moment where Hogan is like talking to Macho Man and he's like, I'm sorry, brother. Jimmy Hart did this. It was this was Jimmy Hart. Uh, and it was it felt like, oh, like Macho Man was really the only guy there to help 
because only because he's a good person. He didn't need to. He didn't want to, I'm sure. He's macho. He's, he's macho. And he holds on to his friends. He's loyal to his friends. Mm-hmm. I know. And then, and, and even Beautiful. in his promos earlier, saying like, Hogan, I heard what you said about me, man. What the fuck? But it's funny that like Bobby Heenan and Macho Man are both like committing, like they're, they're they showed up, they came to work. Yeah. And yeah. like Bobby is like, I'm going to fucking make this. I'm going to do everything that I can to sell every aspect of this, even though it's a movie being shot inside of a spirit Halloween that's breaking down. <laughs> like they are yeah. like packing up as the movie's being shot. Yeah. It's so insane. There's a spot where Bobby goes like, there is not one person in this audience with their eyes not directed at the ring and you can literally see the audience behind him like looking away and walking out of the arena like ever no one is looking at the ring it's a disaster it's so insane is uh, is is legendarily terrible and whatever you got to do to like run stuff up the the flagpole get we got to get a a halloween pay-per-view over at, at, at your office have to have there's bash we have bash at the we have bash at the beach yeah, we got like the other ones. Give give us some Halloween havoc, like it's hectic Halloween. Halloween. There we go. There's yeah. H Halloween it's horror, Halloween horror. There you go. Yeah, Boom. there it is. Boom. Done. You can have it. Dress me up like a yeti. There we go. It's not that hard. I just I didn't even have Tony Schiavone there to yell yell out the yeti. Yeti. Unbelievable. My camera's dying again. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> well, I think that's a good uh, a good a good place to to. Call it call it wraps. Andy, thank you so much for hanging out with us. It's been an absolute pleasure to hear your perspective on all this stuff. So beautiful. Thank you for joining us. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. This is uh I don't uh normally get to do this stuff, so I like that. Yeah. You uh we would I mean if there's ever a moment in Nitro history where you're like, I want to talk about that, let us know. And you're, you're back, back uh, literally uh, yeah, I, I have too many. Thanks, Andy. You're the man. <laughs> thank you. Thank you guys Appreciate for uh, you. inviting me. Thank awesome. you all for Thank all of you for watching Kanitro. We will see you yeah. on Monday for a proper Kanitro. Bye. Connect next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.